Welcome back to the Under the Mask podcast. This is episode 13. I am Nick the Webhead. With this episode, we're going to talk all about the commercials from Super Bowl 54, which just happened this past weekend, and we'll discuss the commercials I thought were really funny, made me laugh, or also had an impact in the nerd culture going forward, like trailers. So we'll also quickly talk about the Disney earnings meeting that just took place this week on Tuesday. So most of the commercials are going to be in order. However, there's one or two that I may throw to the bottom because I want to focus more on them uh, and talk about them a little bit more in depth. So first up, we have the Jeep Rubicon commercial that aired technically before the Super Bowl online, but then ended up being shown towards the end of the Super Bowl. So we're going to start with that one since it went online first. That is for Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. They brought back Bill Murray to reprise his role as Phil in Groundhog Day, and it was absolutely hilarious. That might have been one of the few that, in my opinion, won the entire Super Bowl commercial race. Up next, we've got a movie that I'm not really interested in. I'm not big into horror movies, but I know some of you out there are, as well as my buddy Nick, who's been a guest on our show for the Halloween episode, and he's a big horror fan. The Quiet Place 2 trailer, which kind of gave us a little bit of a background in what happened previously. So it's more of a prequel, but it's a sequel as well. Up next, we've got Top Gun Maverick, the new trailer, which looked awesome. I can't wait to see that. I loved the first movie. I watched that years and years ago. My parents showed me that movie, and I loved it. And of course, come on, Highway to the Danger Zone, great song. So Top Gun Maverick is going to be awesome. I think Miles Teller is going to kill it. And Tom Cruise flying his own planes, doing his own stunts. I mean, you got me signed up. Up next, I never thought I'd be able to say this, but we have the return of Jake from State Farm, which was great because they expanded on technically the lore of it and kind of gave us a look into more of the State Farm where, do they ask you what you're wearing? Yeah, just go along with it. So with that coming up next, we have the Black Widow trailer. I was so hyped for this trailer. I knew it was coming within the first quarter, thanks to some people on Twitter I follow, and and I cannot wait to see this movie. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about it later on in the podcast. But the trailer looked great, and I can't wait to see it. Up next, we have something that I know a lot of you guys are going to say. That movie franchise died a long time ago, or you're not a fan of the movie franchise. You think it's stupid, whatever it is. Some people still like it. I'm personally one of the few that still like it because I'm a big car guy. I love cars, and for some reason, I'm just addicted to the Fast and Furious saga. So Fast 9, or as they're calling it, the Fast Saga, their trailer dropped, and John Cena is Vin Diesel's brother in it, and they're pretty much bringing everybody back. They did some crazy stuff with, you know, uh, Charlize Theron's character catching John Cena's car in the air with a plane with a magnet, and then Vin Diesel ends up jumping off of a island, hitting a rope 
creating almost like a spider web. I feel like everybody's copying Spider-Man this year. We have Wonder Woman 84 using her lasso to ride the lightning like Spider-Man swinging through the sky. Now we got Vin Diesel doing it with a car. I mean, I get it. Spider-Man's relatable, guys. But it looked good. And then, of course, the last bit of that trailer, Han is back. I don't know how, but Han is back. And I could not be more stoked for that. I loved Han. And also, if you notice closely in the trailer, you can see, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but he was the main character in Tokyo Drift with Han, the guy who moved from the U.S. to Tokyo. He is back. He's in this movie. So nice to see him come back as well. Up next, we have the Walmart ad, which I heard about previously by following the Bill & Ted Three Twitter account with the new Bill and Ted movie coming out. I think it's next year or something like that. They teased that they're going to be in the Walmart ad for the Super Bowl, which showed Star Trek, Star Wars, the Lego movie, Bill and Ted 3 with a future meaning present day Bill, which is played by Alex Winter, and a CGI Bill from the original movies, which was insane to see. Then we have Flash Gordon, Buzz Lightyear, the Guardians of the Galaxy ship and Groot, the Men in Black, Frank the Pug from Men in Black, Looney Tunes, Mars Attacks, and Blade Runner. I mean, that ad had so many great movies in it. It was hilarious. It was cool to see, and I can't wait for Bill and Ted 3, also known as Bill and Ted Face the Music, to come out. Up next, we've got Brian Cranston stepping into the role of Jack Torrance-esque, doing a Shining impression for the Mountain Dew Zero Sugar ad, where uh, he knocks on the door instead of saying, here's Johnny, here's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. And cool to see Brian Cranston still doing it. Uh, he, I love how he does all these wacky characters, and it's showing, you know, he can still play a bad guy if you want him to. Up next, we've got MC Hammer with this Cheetos popcorn commercial that I was just laughing hysterically at because it was using can't touch this because the person who was eating the Cheetos popcorn had Cheeto fingers. So no, sorry, I can't help you move. Sorry, I can't sign that document. I got Cheeto fingers. I thought that was very creative. Everybody always jokes about Cheeto fingers, so it was nice to see Cheetos jumping into that. After that, we have the Rick and Morty Pickle Rick Pringles commercial, all animated by the Rick and Morty staff. And the commercial had to be written by Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland and the Rick and Morty staff because it was total Rick and Morty. You know, they had fake Mortys made out of robots made by Pringles, so that way uh, they could advertise more and more Pringles, which were hilarious. And it made me want to see the rest of this coming season, which we haven't really got a confirmed date yet, as far as I know. Uh, but I can't wait to watch the second half of that. Up next, this one I wanted to talk about, not because I enjoyed it, but because I'm iffy on it. I understand they're a corporation, they have to make money, they're trying to, you know, cash in on the whole Baby Yoda aspect, but by killing off Mr. Peanut and then making him a baby just seems so weird to me. And not only that, they used a hashtag, which was hashtag baby nut for the commercial, and it just seemed so wrong in so many ways. I was like, with today's society, they're going to take hashtag baby nut and use it for so many disturbing things. Just do with that what you will. But nice to see that Mr. Peanut's not actually dead. Up next, we have No Time to Die, the 
next James Bond movie, also known as Bond 25. We have a look at that movie again. Uh, we already had a trailer. This was another trailer, which I can't wait to see that movie. I, I enjoyed Daniel Craig as James Bond 007, and it's going to be weird to see him go because, you know, most of my childhood was seeing him as James Bond. So it's going to be cool down the road to see who picks it up next, who picks up the mantle, who plays the next James Bond. After that, I swear, this got me. I thought we were going to get another Alien movie. The commercial starts off with water being found on Mars. And then, you know, these people are back in the ship. They're eating, they're hanging out, and all of a sudden you hear a noise. And it sounds like the alien noise. But then the camera spins around, and you see there's a guy who is just making a drink with soda stream. And they're like, that's the Mars water. And he's like, oh, I thought it said Mark's water. So very funny in my opinion. It got me. I thought there was going to be another alien movie, but it was just a soda stream ad. So it was cool to see that. Up next, we have the Tide. These two, So I'm going to combine two commercials, mostly because there's one which was absolutely hilarious. I am a huge Charlie Day fan. I think he is hilarious. And Tide had a great idea to do commercials throughout the entire Super Bowl, where it starts off with Charlie Day getting a stain on his shirt because somebody accidentally hit him with a wing. And so he's got barbecue sauce on his shirt, and he's like, ah, I gotta wash it. And the woman with him is like, no, Charlie, wash it later. The game is on now. And so throughout the commercials, throughout the whole game, we have Charlie Day popping up in different Tide commercials saying, is it later yet? Can I wash the shirt? Is later too long? Am I going to be old when it's later? So <laughs> I think he's hilarious. He played it off perfectly. And there was one of them where he shows up in the mall in Wonder Woman 84. And Wonder Woman looks at him and says, uh, that's not for right now. Or let's, do, let's not do that today. Or something like that. And... <laughs> It was cool to see another look at Wonder Woman 84. Her suit looks great. I told you guys before in a previous episode, I'm not too excited for Wonder Woman 84. There was nothing seriously that jumped out uh, off a screen at me to say like, hey, this movie's going to be awesome. Birds of Prey, on the other hand, definitely did that. There's a lot of stuff within the trailers that really interested me. So with Wonder Woman 84, I'm curious to see, you know, what the next big trailer that they're going to do shows us. And, you know, will I be fully into it when that time comes? I'm still going to see it either way. I'm still going to, you know, enjoy it because it's a Wonder Woman movie and it's one of the few series that DC has actually gotten correct in the DCEU. So I'm looking forward to seeing the next installment of Wonder Woman. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I'm waiting. I'm skeptical but optimistic for the next trailer. Next full trailer, I should say. After that, we have the Bud Light Seltzer commercial with Post Malone. Whether you like him or you don't, he's a pretty funny guy, it seems like. I loved his song Sunflower in Into the Spider-Verse. I like a few of his other songs. And this was great. You know, everyone, you know, in our country knows that Post Malone is sponsored by Bud Light. He loves Bud Light. Before he even turned 21, he was trying to get sponsored by Bud Light. So he's like a huge spokesperson for them. And because Bud Light came out with Bud Light Seltzer, they took advantage of that. And I thought it was hilarious. They had him in a store noticing that Bud Light made a seltzer. 
and they go inside his brain and it's all these different people all with his tattoos saying oh we should try it and then we should get it instead of Bud Light or no we need Bud Light and finally ending with well I'm rich let's just buy both <laughs> so I think Post Malone was pretty funny in that he's also supposed to be doing a movie with Mark Wahlberg on Netflix coming out sometime this year I believe about prison and stuff like that uh, he's a prisoner in jail with Mark Wahlberg so uh, it's nice to see you know someone with that type of humor who who knows how to play it off in acting in that kind of sense it's cool that he's going to try and uh, go into acting a little bit um, there's one more coming up next that I want to skip because I'm going to talk about that last and then finally we have the Facebook groups commercial which talks about you know different groups you can join on Facebook and they were playing the song I want to rock by Twisted Sister on the commercial while showing different types of rock groups so if you're into collecting rocks or rocking chairs or this or that or they were all doing different types of groups it ends with Chris Rock spinning around being the leader of the Rocky Balboa step climbing club uh, which is a group apparently on Facebook and he goes, who'd you expect? And then Rocky himself, Sylvester Stallone, steps in and goes, uh, I don't know, me? <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, great marketing. It was great to see. I, I really enjoyed it. And then finally, the last one I want to talk about, of course, is that Marvel Disney Plus commercial. Only 30 seconds, but we got so much hype in those 30 seconds. So let me just switch over my notes now to the Disney Plus stuff that I want to talk about, which is all these different screenshots that I was able to take and look at. We've got Sam in the woods taking Cap Shield out of a tree and throwing it at another tree. So he's practicing throwing the shield. And I got to tell you, it gave me chills to see him throw that shield. I can't wait to see him become the new Cap. Then we got a shot of him in his new suit for the show, uh, which has a lot of white and red incorporated into it, as well as some either black or dark blue. I can't really make it out, but it looks great. It's definitely going towards his Captain America look. So I'm excited that, you know, they're slowly but surely moving towards that. And then obviously, if we know the synopsis of the show, Sam's getting that shield taken away by the government. And they're giving it to U.S. Agent. And we see a shot of U.S. Agent at a football game, which has to be some sort of government-sponsored event where they have a whole parade and, like, uh, celebration fireworks, marching band, and everything all set up for him as he's running onto the field. I'm guessing to, you know, say hi to the audience and say, you know, I'm U.S. Agent, I'm the new Captain America, that type of thing, which uh, is going to be interesting to see. We also have shots of Bucky and Sam together. Bucky's still rocking the Wakandan metal arm, the, the vibranium arm that Black Panther gave him. We've got shots of Daniel Brühl as Zemo and uh, Bucky showing him I'm not going to kill you as he's emptying the clip, dropping the bullets on the ground. And that show, by far, has my hype level to a T. That's the first show that I'm like, out of all of the Marvel shows... I need to see. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is my number one. Uh, we're going to go into my number two, which was shown a lot in the trailer as well, which is WandaVision, where they showed a comics-accurate Scarlet Witch suit. That's right, people. We have Elizabeth Olsen suited up in the headdress and red dress with cape, 
like the comics. My guess is this is during the 80s aspect of the show. So if you don't know, from what I've heard, the show is supposed to jump around different decades. So whether it's each episode is a decade or um, they're going to jump sporadically, but this is all within either the multiverse or Wanda's head or whatever it is, but it's technically considered Wanda's quote-unquote vision. So hence the name WandaVision. So it's jumping around from the 50s like I Love Lucy and Leave it to Beaver, and then from there, you know, we saw a 70s type thing like the Brady Bunch. She's got her hair down. She looks pregnant in there. Then we have 80s, which I'm guessing is the classic suit. And there is another scene which looked very 80s hair wise and stuff like that for her. And from what I've heard, there is supposedly a Halloween episode in that show which makes sense if she's wearing that comics-accurate costume. Maybe that is her Halloween costume. And obviously we have a 90s clip where, you know, it's her and Vision. Vision is back, so it's her Vision, so obviously she would want Vision to come back for that. And it looks very much reminiscent of Full House, and there's two cribs and two pacifiers fly out of the cribs while they look shocked. And then obviously we see like a present-day Wanda as well throughout the clips and stuff like that. So it makes me think that she's going to realize she's not, you know, actually in the real world. This isn't actually happening. So those two pacifiers, those two cribs, have to be Wiccan and Speed, also known as Billy and Tommy, her twins. So I can't wait to see them. From what I've heard, Dr. Strange may show up which will lead to, obviously, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which could lead to, you know, him showing up in the show because they already said that Scarlet Witch is going to show up in his second movie. And this could lead to Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch pulling the twin boys out of her vision into the real world, which is just another step closer to building the Young Avengers. I am so hyped for that. I can't wait for that day to come where we have Young Avengers, I mean, New Avengers, uh, all, all these different characters. We, let's just throw them all into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I can't wait to see a real Marvel Universe finally live on screen. I mean, we already got Spidey in there now. We made a new deal with Sony. Marvel now owns the X-Men and the Fantastic Four again. Supposedly, they just bought out or figured out a way to, you know, finally do a Hulk solo movie or, like, prevent Universal from turning it down or making all the money off of it. So that's great. I mean, th this was fantastic. I, I am so hyped for Disney+. Plus. I'm so glad that, you know, Disney's doing well and Marvel's just growing and getting better from it. So that is the entire Super Bowl commercials that I wanted to talk about. If there's any that you feel like I missed or you thought were funny, let me know. Um, you can contact me on social media. Let's talk about it. Maybe I missed one. Or comment on the SoundCloud episode uh, comment section. And we can uh, discuss some, some commercials, man. So up next, we've got something that just came out. Uh, I'm recording this on Tuesday. So this was just earlier today, the Disney earnings report information that I want to talk to you guys about. So we have, first up, Black Widow is absolutely being shown May 1st, 2020. 
So I can't wait for that. Um, I said I would talk a little bit more about that going forward, and I just wanted to throw it in with the Disney earnings reports. So that way, all the Disney stuff's together. So I cannot wait to see David Harbaugh as as Red Guardian. I think he's going to be fantastic. I think his comedic timing is perfect. Although a lot of people thought his version of Hellboy was horrible, I really enjoyed his portrayal of it. Yes, the movie was iffy. Yes, the movie had a lot of problems, but I loved him as Hellboy. So I think him going forward, I think playing as Red Guardian is going to be great for him. Uh, we have Yelena, we have uh, Natasha, we have Taskmaster, which looked amazing. We already saw that, you know, he's seen Hawkeye fight before because he's using bow and arrow. We've seen that he could throw the shield like Captain America. Now, in this trailer that they showed at the Super Bowl, we saw he can step on his shield and catch it on his arm like Captain America in Captain America and the Winter Soldier in the elevator scene. So... I am so stoked to see this. Taskmaster is a really cool villain, and I think it's going to make a great, great movie, even though that it is, in fact, a prequel, since, spoilers, Black Widow dies in Avengers Endgame. Up next, um, in the earnings report, we have all the release dates for this year's Disney Plus series that are coming out, and how many episodes they're going to be, as well as a release date for The Eternals. So we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out August 2020. Uh, the fact that it's coming out that soon has me even more excited. That's going to be six episodes. The Mandalorian Season 2 has announced that they're going to do uh, Season 2 in October of 2020 with eight episodes. The Eternals movie has a release date of November 2020. I don't know if they have an exact date yet, but I know it is in November. And then finally, we have WandaVision in December of 2020 with six episodes. So that's pretty much all of 2020 taken care of for Disney. I mean, Disney's set. Disney has always been set, but now they are set, guys. I cannot wait to see this. It's going to be great. They also acknowledge that there are multiple Disney Plus series and shows in production as well as various stages of development. We know three shows are in production. They talked about that. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki. Uh, that also, I can't believe I forgot this. We got to talk about Loki, which was shown for a split second in the, in the Super Bowl commercial for Disney Plus Marvel shows. The one thing they showed was him in jail, and he says, I'm going to burn this place down to the ground. He's got a little something written on his jumpsuit in the prison, which says TFA. There's a lot of speculation all over Twitter. People are saying this is the time, or I'm sorry, TVA. Um, people are saying this is the time variance. Um, I think it's authority or something, or agency, something like that. I forget. But apparently, they are pretty big in Marvel Comics. I'd have to look more into them. I'm not 100% sure what they do, who they are. But apparently they're very big in the comics when it comes to the Fantastic Four, Kang the Conqueror, a bunch of other things. So I'm excited to see where that takes it. And uh, they also talk about seven shows in various stages of development. So we know a few of them. We've got Hawkeye in development. We've got Moon Knight in development, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and What If, which gives us two more shows we don't know about yet that they've said 
are in various stages of development talking about writing scripts or whatever it is. I'd love for this to be some sort of maybe Young Avengers show or something like that, but I've heard rumors these could be non-fiction Marvel shows. They could, uh, we're not 100% sure. But I'm excited the fact that we do have two more shows that we don't know what they are yet. Up next, I do want to mention that we have two dates coming up next month, which are March 11th, which is the Disney Annual Shareholders Meeting. Usually that's going to have a bunch more information going forward about different shows, different movies, stuff like that coming up for Disney. And usually, from what I've heard from Twitter, I follow some people that you know get inside scoops. They will show footage like they usually do, apparently. So so apparently when they have shareholders meetings, obviously the shareholders want to see what they're, you know, helping pay for. So they're going to be showing footage probably of Eternals, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Black Widow, all these different shows and movies that they've been working on. Mandalorian Season 2, apparently. Um, I don't know if they're done filming. I don't know if they're done filming or... If they're still in the process of filming, but I know they started filming Mando Season 2. So there's a lot of stuff that they can show. And apparently when they show that stuff, they cut off the video feed and play music or pop up a screen for us watching at home. So only the shareholders get to see that footage. But the shareholders are allowed to report back what that is. So we're going to get some inside scoops on what those shareholders actually saw and i'm stoked to see what that's going to be so that's march 11th then we also have march 30th which is CinemaCon, and disney's supposed to do a presentation that day at CinemaCon. so we're going to get some more footage of something hopefully that's black widow hopefully that's falcon and winter soldier um maybe it's a bunch more maybe it's eternals tra- uh, the first eternals trailer maybe it's uh mando season two pictures or something wandavision who knows but i'm stoked to see what that's going to be but i'm really excited to see what that's going to be and i cannot wait um so some other things i want to mention real quick that aren't technically topics because this is kind of a shorter episode uh i don't mean to make it a shorter episode going forward i promise you guys they will not be this short it'll be the full hour, but I wanted to just give you guys a quick episode because not too much has uh, been going on in, you know, the comics and nerd world going, in the nerd world going forward this week, Um, but there will be a lot to talk about going forward. We've got, you know, Birds of Prey coming out um, this Friday, so next week, Probably expect me to do a spoiler-filled review of Birds of Prey. After that, um, the weekend of Valentine's Day and President's Day weekend is Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. Uh, I will admit I'm excited to see that movie. I'm going to see the movie. Uh, But some some things that just dropped recently, like actually right before I started hit right before I hit record on the podcast, is apparently they're doing a new episode. Apparently, WB Games Montreal are going to be creating a new Batman game 
which we've all speculated, and it's going to be coming out this fall, fall 2020. I am excited for that. I loved all the Arkham games. I cannot wait for this game. You best believe I'm getting this game. And it's going to take place with the whole Court of Owls. The whole Bat family is going to be playable. Um, there's rumors that the introduction of co-op is going to be introduced into the franchise. And from what I've heard, this is going to be a soft reboot of the Arkham franchise. So they're kind of stepping away from that storyline. I guess they're going to try to reboot it and make it where, obviously, Bruce is not dead. Um, Bruce is still Batman, and the whole Bat family comes together to fight the Court of Owls. Uh, obviously, um, there were rumors about this, and I guess, I don't know if they confirmed this or not, but apparently the sequel to Arkham Knight was going to be Damian Wayne, Bruce's son, becomes the new Batman, takes on the cape and cowl, and becomes the new Batman, and you obviously have a, you know, bat cycle and all this different stuff, like the motorcycle and everything. Uh, but apparently this got scrapped right before the Game Awards in 2016. So they canceled it and said, we don't want to do this, we're going to go a different route. After years and years of going down different routes, coming up with different ideas, changing those, or whatever, it seems like this is what we're getting now. And I'm really excited to see that. Um, I need me some Nightwing. I need me some Batman, Robin, Catwoman, uh, Batgirl. Who, who else knows who else they're throwing in there that we're going to be able to play with? So um, not only are we getting that, but apparently there's going to be a next-gen, meaning PS5 and I'm blanking on this, whatever they're calling the new Xbox after the Xbox One. But those systems, that that generation, there's going to be a Superman game coming forward in the works by WB. We don't have a date on that. We don't have who's making it, but it's not Rocksteady. So Rocksteady, I guess, is focusing on this Batman game with WB Montreal. And I guess WB Montreal is, is in the works of building this Superman game. We haven't gotten a Superman game in a long time, a good one in a very long time, and I think it's time we get one, as well as a bunch of other characters. I would love to see a Daredevil game. I would love to see a Flash game. I would love to see Green Lantern, all these different characters. I mean, we can't just keep getting Batman and Spider-Man every year. Don't get me wrong, I will buy those games, hands down, every time. I love the Insomniac games, PS4 Spider-Man, I can't wait for the sequel to come out, but I love to play some other games too. I can't wait. So with that, that pretty much takes up everything I want to talk about on this episode. Again, I'm sorry guys that this is a really short episode. I promise you going forward it won't be this short, but go ahead and follow me on social media, which is Casually Cosplaying on Instagram, and on Twitter is Casual Cosplay IN. Be sure to follow Chris, of course, on Twitter and Instagram, Chris the Bearded Wonder. Uh, he's got some underscores in there. I think it's C underscore B underscore Wonder on Twitter, and Instagram is Chris the Bearded Wonder, all underscores in between each word. Give him follows. I'm going to work on possibly getting him on another episode soon. And be sure to like, 
and subscribe and vote five stars on all our stuff. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on SoundCloud. Help us grow, guys. We're we're doing everything we can here. I, I have so much fun doing these. So anything you guys can do to help, we'll keep this keep going forward. So once again, I'm Nick the Webhead. Thank you all for joining us. This has been the Under the Mask podcast. Thank you.